Welcome back to Messness Before You Die. This is Nia. I know it's been a minute since we talked last. I have a birthday coming up. And every year I kind of measure the, the year I've had, if it was good or not, based on the experiences I've had. I was thinking if years is even a good way to measure how much we've lived. Years kind of measure how long we've lived, but I feel like the experiences we've had in those years kind of tell how much we've lived. Recently, I was reading my old journals and this entry from late 2016 says that I am very disappointed with my year because every day was pretty much the same. I just went through the routines, nothing particularly exciting happened. I didn't really face any challenges that I had to overcome. It was just normal. I found that to be disappointing, even worse than having a very difficult year. This year, 2022 was kind of in a danger of of becoming that kind of year as well because I didn't do anything too different. Yes, I started my podcast and I had my first ever solo travel, but it was all very, you know, it's all organized. It was no, it was not particularly going out of my comfort zone. Until very recently, where I had my first ever surgery, <laughs> which is, it's not good, but it was, you know, okay, first, don't worry, I am completely fine right now. It was um, just a simple, uncomplicated operation, but it kind of forced me to kind of pause and change my routines. It kind of threatened my, you know, emotional stability. I was very nervous for most of the days before that. It was not an emergency or anything, so I had to plan it. So, you know, the entire week before I was, you know, in a very anxious state where I had to, you know, rely on other people to kind of find my center. I had a lot of what ifs, what if this happened, what if not, and you know, because I'm not very good with uncertainty. And it was it was a real challenge. The operation itself is pretty easy. You're not awake for most of it. It is a wonder how far modern medicine has come because it's you know, lots of things are pretty easy. After it I had to do with some physical pain, which was also very new to me. It was a real challenge to kind of deal with that. I have a pretty calm life where I don't really have emotional ups and downs due to work or where I live or my everyday interactions. So I've gotten good with, you know, dealing with my emotions by myself but I had to rely on friends to 
regulate my emotions for me so that I don't go wild with my what ifs and anxiety and whatnot. And now in hindsight, I'm kind of grateful for this experience, not just because it kind of spiced up my 2022, but I also learned a lot from it and connected with people in my life more than if in such a long time. I was communicating with my parents every day, which I have not done in a long time. We kind of just talk once a week or so. It deepened my friendships as well because I even learned about my friends more than I have I have before. Hard experiences connect people more than anything good or comfortable years and months can do. Just this past few years, I've just been learning the the importance of connections, the importance of community and real relationships. I think that is the point of life, at least for me, was just reaffirmed to me due to this experience that it is hard to find people that you can be yourself around and people that are reliable enough to show up when you need them. I am so grateful for having that as well and for having built that because just a couple years back, I was just focused on people that are a good time, people that are just there. And there's so much to look for in other people than just people that you can go out with. Another thing that I learned due to this experience is the the value of emotional strength, being able to regulate ourselves emotionally. Everywhere we look, I think everyone knows about the importance of meditation. I meditate almost every day. We train ourselves in a way every day. Yet, like when it comes to a time where there's actual use for that, even if that helps me on an everyday basis, you know, when it comes to a moment that I can actually use that practice, I completely forgot about it. Days before that, I was just freaking out without any real reason. It was just all about like what ifs and feeling like I cannot control a situation, which is, I think I am slightly obsessed with. I like certainty, kind of know what's going to happen. And when I'm faced with, you know, slight uncertainty where, you know, something can go wrong, but the chances are everything will be okay, I was still freaking out. And in my need to be in control, I was like researching all day and night, you know, about medical terms, surgeries, every kind of complication that might happen, how you can stop it. And it was I was I was driving myself crazy. After the the, the surgery also everything was fine, but I was hurting a little bit physically and I was making more out of it in my mind. Like what if this is what if like I'll always be in pain or you know, what if there are more complications in the future? What if it, uh, I have to have it again? And I texted my friend like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. And I texted her that I'm, you know, all my worries. And she was like, yeah, it hurts, but 
this is why we meditate every day, you know, to just be able to sit with discomfort, sit with uncertainty, and to be able to be good with that. I was like, yeah, you cannot control everything. You cannot get rid of pain, whether it is emotional or physical, but we kind of make it worse with our minds. You know, there's being sad and creating stories around that sadness and what that means about us and being, you know, even more miserable. And there's physical pain and there is creating more emotional pain because of that. That was a real aha moment for me. This text I I really loved. It was, you know, that's why you need other people. Even if you know everything yourself, when you're faced with a challenge, it is very easy to be in fight or flight mode, whether it is real challenge or imagined challenge. One of the other things that I've learned through this experience is that how helpful it is when other people talk about their experiences and their challenges. Everybody goes through or is going through a certain kind of difficult experience and the more you share that with other people, the more it frees them to share their own experiences and to feel okay in having hardships. Whatever kind of problem that you might be having, someone else has gone through that. Maybe even someone in your circle. It's amazing how connecting it is when you share what you're going through and some other you find out that some other people have gone through that and are okay after that. Our experiences change us as well. They can change us into being more empathetic, more, you know, forgiving and loving of other people. And they can change us into being a resentful, just pissed off person. And that part is also a choice because the most loving, the most courageous kind people you'll ever meet have gone through so much and the people that are most hateful, resentful, you know, unbelievably mean people also have gone through a lot. We get a choice in how our experiences change us and define us and this depends on how we view it. If we feel like You know, random bad stuff happens all the time. It happens to pretty much everybody. If you really go deep in with anybody you choose, you'll usually find out that they've been through difficult time at some point. That is a common thing that connects all of us. And when you keep that in mind, it becomes a lot easier to not you know, go wild with our self-judgment and shame and things like that. If we take our misfortunes as a sign that we are unlucky, life is unfair in favor of everybody else, then it becomes much easier to be resentful and hateful. So now that I've I've kind of healed from this experience, I'm kind of grateful for it, for teaching me a couple lessons and reminding me of the things that I've forgotten. But we don't have to wait till life throws challenges in our faces to kind of have 
a new experience. I mean, challenges we challenges we choose are a lot better than problems that, you know, just happen in life. And I'm grateful for this experience because it taught me things, but it was not like a permanent damage or, you know, there are problems that I don't wish on anybody, like losing somebody, losing a body part. The woman next to me at the hospital, she had lost her leg that day. And that is a significantly more difficult problem. We're having like a permanent illness. There are people fighting wars, losing their home, going through a difficult time that is not reversible. And just facing a problem that doesn't leave a lifelong pain or difficulty, in my opinion, is a privilege. There are also many bad things that happen without a lesson or that we could have definitely done without. But my point is that we don't have to wait till, you know, life throws problems at us to allow us to grow. It is important to never stay too comfortable to always do things that stretch us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because that's how we grow. So to summarize, we cannot always control what happens in our lives. Difficult things happen to almost everyone. And if you don't have anything challenging happening in your life for a long time, you're probably the most boring person ever. Our experiences build a character. We also decide how those experiences define us, whether or not they make us a more wholesome, loving, empathetic person, or whether or not they make us resentful and angry at the world. Number two, it really, really does matter what kind of people you have around you. For me, this is something that has been very, very important in recent years. The most important thing in life is community, not what you do with your life, not money, not career, not relationships, community which is something I never see talked about. But the people around you are the ones that are going to lift you up. And it is important to surround ourselves with people that are wholesome, that are strong, that are empathetic and loving and there for you. That is so important because many people are happy to be there when everything is good. But you really see who your friends are when something difficult happens or what they do when you open up to them. It takes a specific kind of person to handle vulnerability and a kind of person that has experienced a lot as well. Even if you know everything yourself, in difficult times, you need those kind of friends that remind you what is truly important. And number three, stretch yourself whenever you're comfortable, learn new things, travel, try new things, try to solve difficult problems so that you become stronger. And definitely keep on listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening and till soon.